It's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, it's super black In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames 
Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin activate the name is super black. Uh imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace to Chad, which they killed all the black panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no justice league. What's the need to be civil? Propel like the juggernaut, it's clear, no stopping this The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care But if you need me, put your fist up in the air Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin activate, the name is super black In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin activate the name is Super Black. Yo, everybody, what's happening? It's your favorite man. Let's fix that lighting. I hate that. It's so, it's so, it's too bright. Uh, while I'm doing that, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's your man on the wall, Chris Fury. Let's fix that again. I like it better. But if you're tuning in, thank you for tuning in. It's your man on the wall, Chris Fury for Blur's Eye View. Uh, if you are watching us right now, show support on the YouTube page for Fury's reacts and reviews and to watch older episodes and past episodes of Blur's Eye View. Also, you can see some shorts that I put up from TikTok and stuff like that. Also, uh, show support on the Opulence Radio app where you can hear past episodes and current episodes of Blur's Eye View every Tuesday and Thursday all day long so you all this hilarity all the news and entertainment news that i'm bringing to you and me and the team are bringing to you and the great interviews that we've had you can listen to them there also check it out on check us out on iheart radio the op the uh apple podcast google podcast and spotify show your love show your love show your love and website under construction so no worries about that uh anyway <laughs> show love on the facebook page and everywhere else the ig page obviously follow it here it's uh blurred's eye view and it'll take you to the link tree and it'll take you to all those social sites including hive which is still glitchy right now but black twitter is still alive but until then let me get my man will the cinematic assassin in the building what's going on will hey what's going on fairy how you feel all right, all right. Oh my god. What was your weekend like, man? Um, this is a bad question to ask me ever. <laughs> I have the memory of Dory mm -hmm. um, from Emo. So oh my god. <laughs> I assume good because I'm still here. So. Yeah, I was like there's some there's <laughs> some light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Uh but yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you uh this was a weekend where i was supposed to edit and show up some clips and i was exhausted <laughs> and i don't remember doing anything i really don't i would come in the office until inside the cave and i would chill out and i would start it off and the next thing you know nothing <laughs> <laughs> It happens. It happens. When you're a content creator, it happens. For people that's out there that feel pressed about putting out content on a constant basis and you feel pressured, take a step back. Take a, take a relax. Relax for a little bit. Chill. It's okay. Don't, don't burn out. Girl, please. Don't, you don't want to do that. You, the last thing you want to do is burn out. 
and then you do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, shout out to Geek by Heart. She's also joining the team as one of the writers for the website. Shout out to Will Buchanan. He shows up in the in the comments quite often. He shows up in the for the uh, writing of the website for all his wrestling news. And uh, we have more coming. So if you would like to join up with the team, drop me a line. Come to Blurred's Eye View on IG. Drop me a DM. And uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, until then, we got quite a bit of news. And it's not as quiet as I thought it was going to be. So let's get started. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> I swear, it's all these glitches, just glitches, glitches, glitches. <laughs> the beauty of live. My goodness. Um, unfortunately, I have to start it off with a little bit of bad news. Well, a little bit of bad news. Uh, if you are a fan or came up on Sesame Street, you already understand that it is probably one of the longest running shows that's no longer on PBS. I believe it's on HBO now. But uh, we lost Bob McGrath. He passed away at 90 years old. He was always wow. one of the he was one of the originals, one of the mainstays of that of that series. And uh, it, it was just kind of kind of sad to. I mean, you know, he lived a good life. He was 90 years old, you know. So, I mean, if you were. Hey, you make it to 90. Yeah. It's, it's a plus. That's a plus, you know. Right. <laughs> That's a plus. Uh, also, uh, uh, lots of prayers and wishes for uh, Hall of Famer Barry Windham. He's the actually, he's the WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, mm. He's also the uncle to uh, 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 Bryant. Uh, mm uh massive heart attack damn yeah massive heart attack so uh he's currently we're still waiting to hear word about that and see how that turns out because uh it's just wrestling as much as i love it it is a undeniably uh unforgiving sport yeah you know (laughs) in so many ways and and it's in almost thankless into some degree you know um i know i've been seeing videos lately of a uh, stone cold steve austin working out and there's been rumors of him popping back up i, no. I don't know in one form absolutely not <laughs> i'm like stone cold's my dude but i'm like don't don't do it austin yeah. don't do it don't, don't do it austin player. <laughs> I can just hear no don't do it Austin. Claire is but he, <laughs> oh last time i saw him he was too damn old already. Yeah, rick ricks they need to stay out the ring it's a couple of them need to stay at the ring you know it's good to see you guys but yeah it's know. to the point like i i came up with the attitude era mm-hmm. um if i remember you as a wrestler you should not be wrestling anymore <laughs> I, I did not keep up with it so it's like <laughs> if i can see your face and know your name no yeah. Um, shout out to Kiki Palmer for one. Yeah, uh, congratulations. Uh, she was the host for the first time for Saturday Night Live this past weekend, uh, where she reveals that her is with child. Uh, and, and it was funny. She really showed up and showed out. What's even better? Well, I don't even know if it's even better, but what's the plus to that episode is uh they did a Keenan and Kelly skit. 
and Kel yeah. Mitchell shows up. So we get the reunion of Keenan and Kel, and it was just a goofy skit. And it's just fun seeing the Nickelodeon kids kind of teaming up. Yeah, and, that, and and having fun with their with their their heydays. That skit was pitch perfect, <laughs> top to bottom. Like I like I don't really watch SNL. I I catch the the clips here mm-hmm. and there, but that one I I I seen it so many times. It's, it's, yes. <laughs> I missed you. Oh, I missed you too. Orange soda. <laughs> and the baby was Kenan's. Then it turned yeah, out yeah, yeah. It turned, it turned into like a John Singleton number. And it, <laughs> it was just like, what is going on? But yeah, that that was that was crazy. Uh, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, crazy at the same time, you know. And I and I don't watch all SNL episodes, just ones where I know when the host. I'm like, that's a host I want to see. Like uh, when Dave Chappelle hosted for the second time, I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. DVR. Kiki Palmer, yep, DVR. This weekend, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah, I'll check that out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check that out. So you know, um. HBO Max, they seem to have made some kind of deal. And right now they're going to be going through a name change. We already know about uh, Warner <laughs> Brothers. We already know about Warner Brothers making a deal with Amazon uh, Prime to have some animated features shown over on, on Amazon Prime. We still don't know the back end on how that's going to treat for HBO Max. But now they're I don't know. I don't know if they're going, they're just going max or <laughs> what. I saw the I saw a post about that that potentially the, the new name is just going to be Max. And the first thing I thought was this past summer, I was in a position, I was gonna I was about to take a position with that company, the new merger company. Mm-hmm. And then it just sort of fell through at the last second. And I'm like you know, maybe I dodged a bullet. Like maybe yeah, it's, it's a, little, like lay- a little unstable over there right now. Yeah, they had some layoffs earlier this year, and like yeah. when Discovery bought them out, and layoffs happened after that. And then they canceled Batgirl, and uh, so, it's a lot. It, it's it's a it lot. is it's a lot, you know. And and speaking of Mitch, uh, Black Adam stands to lose fifty to a hundred million dollars. What is like? I'm like, damn. I can't blame this on The Rock. I know he's one of those types that he'll take that blame. Yeah, he seems like the type. Yeah. You know, but it's like, my guy, it's it's really not your fault. Like, I've watched this film. I enjoyed this film. I'm not saying that because I'm a fan of superhero films. I'm saying that because it's like, it's just what it's supposed to be. Yeah. it's just It, it turned out just how it was supposed to be. So there was nothing wrong with the, this film and then you get to reveal at the end and it was like he was really pushing this thing for the past what 10 years he's been pushing this thing i think it's like 15 yeah 15 yeah so he's like he's putting this thing on his back you know and it's like you know wb has stumbled so many times when it comes to the dc properties that you know by the time it gets to this point where you're just like okay you have a major franchise killing star like he 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 bumps up any franchise he's in whatever movie he's in people go see it and 
even that didn't help. Even the fact that he teased that Superman's in it didn't help. And I and you know, I don't know if it's a case of fans have just had enough and they've lost faith because it's like, is it one of those things is too little too late? That's what it is. That's what it becomes. I I don't know, man. Like I I think there's a level of, of word of mouth got out about um how good it actually was. And I think it's it's leaving a lot of people split. I think <clears throat> I don't know. I I saw someone said this this he was originally cast like 15 years ago and it looks like they didn't update the script since day one. <laughs> like I can feel I can feel that like some of the the jokiness of it sort mm-hmm. of like that's weird this is a weird decision but it's like <laughs> let's keep that one <laughs> like, okay that was the movie that was cool i don't necessarily want to rush out and tell people you gotta go see this like that, yeah. it, that wasn't the experience so i think maybe it's suffering a bit from that but uh um, yeah. 100 m's is going to be hard to uh <laughs> that's a hard recovery man um <laughs> that's a hard recovery it really is, uh, you know, and, and in the same breath, like Wakanda Forever, you know, may or may not hit a billion. It's like at eight hundred and I think thirty seven million worldwide, globally. And but that's still eight hundred million dollars for the time that it's been out is really good. It's like, oh, my God. And there's, and there's several factors at play, even even with the Black Adam film, there's several uh, factors at play. Yeah, several I, factors. After. I saw an article talking about essentially trying to say that because this movie's not going to hit a billion or it's not projecting to hit a billion any longer, that it proves the first movie was just like it over it over exceeded, it over excelled, and it, it it didn't actually deserve to hit a billion. I was like, first off, dog whistle racism, I think, but yes. secondly, <laughs> the that right here was i think like michael jackson's like invincible album i think it like only went like two three times platinum they're like oh this is such a failure i was like yo what is our metric right now (laughs) (laughs) this is like what is is, did the the, the change did the numbers change or somewhere because when you hear stuff like that you're just like okay and shout out to black gay comic geek because he even made a point about this yeah we're on the back end of covid people really aren't comfortable right now flooding the theaters you know to because and this is in in the case of uh, Wakanda Forever you have literally a two second scene between two two characters where they kiss of the same sex they're of the same sex and it's just two characters and it's 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 literally a blink and you miss it and because of that, it won't even open overseas in China and Russia, I believe it is. Right. So that's you figure, oh, we're missing out on what two two million dollars. We'll make that up. <laughs> yeah. We'll make that up in, in, in product, you know, and in, in sales. Yeah. You know, and it's still in, and it's still in the theater. So yeah, I mean, to to that extent, I didn't realize like how long it's been since I've been in a movie theater, mm-hmm. and because um, I have a drive-in not so far from me, 
the was joy. like <laughs> the freaking right. joy. <laughs> my own car, turn my turn the volume up as loud as I want. <laughs> but this is like the week it came out, and then that following week, and then that following week, they still weren't showing it. I was like, Oh, I, I gotta go to a theater then, huh? Like yeah. y'all really playing out here. Okay. And I was like, oh, what is and see, that's the thing. Is it with other people and breathing the same air? This is I'm weird. trying to think like up up here, up in like in Ohio, they have like maybe two or three um drive-ins, and it was probably show there before they actually shut down for the season. Yeah, because I think they still have time, and you still have like the little five dollar dollar theaters and everybody. They they will make their money. Will it hit a billion? Probably not, but 800 million for its run is damn good. I, I don't know what numbers they were looking at. Oh, it's a failure. We gotta we gotta write it, we gotta do a tax write-off for what? Listen, we we everybody can't operate with James Cameron numbers. <laughs> right. James Cameron. Did did that Avatar come, two comes out this week, doesn't it? Yeah, the 16th, I think, something like that. Or, okay, so it's next week. Okay, you know. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking Avatar. By far, I'm not knocking it. Um, is, is it a beautiful looking film? Yes, I will give it that. I never went to the theaters to see the first one. I actually seen it on cable, but it is. It's it's a it's a good looking film, but it's a storyline that I've seen before, and I I didn't have that much invested in it. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm, I, you know, I feel comfortable knocking Avatar a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they made Dances with Wolves with aliens, and, and you know, that's what that is. <laughs> Dances with Wolves, aliens. You it's know, so a beautiful film. And I appreciate James Cameron saying, I will not make this movie until the technology exists for this movie to be made properly. I, as a perfectionist and an artist, I fully understand that idea. I stand by his decision to do that. How dot ever as a business person, you talking about we gotta make damn near two billion to, to like get our money back. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> just... You know that that I'm gonna have to get that meme, but that meme where Peter Griffin skins his knee and he's just like <laughs> <sighs> like that yeah. that's a tall, like my guy, that's a tall order. That's a tall order. Even if Wakanda Forever did open overseas and it made a billion, the the way things are, like just for moviegoers right now, like ticket prices are out out of control. Concession food prices are out of control. We're in a, we're in a recession right now. Like there's there's so many factors at play, and I'm looking at you folks. For the holidays that like Black Friday, you had to you just had to run out and shop. I'm like, I, I thought we was in a recession. I, I I thought we was in a recession. Here y'all is. Here y'all are. Black Friday at Walmart, knocking somebody's two year old child over for a toaster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, and for the record, who wants a toaster for Christmas? I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's something you give into like your Mima or something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sitting back up and grown man, you like, you know what I want for Christmas? What's that, Dad? I want a toaster. I want a toaster. I got this toaster for five dollars. Oh, that's the best gift ever. No, I ain't looking for toast like that. <laughs> Listen, I, I joked about it, but I'm probably gonna be that old man. <laughs> 
I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna be though. I think about it more like I'm definitely gonna be like, come here, grandson. Look, now this guy eight slices of toast at the same time. <laughs> Just, now, now there is, I will say if you went ahead and got me that it's a toaster that you can make your grilled cheese in. Uh see now that. we now we gotta talk. Now we talking. <laughs> now we on to something. That that's a different deal. I'm like, yo, I ain't gotta mess with no skillets, I ain't gotta mess with no butter, just put it in there, <laughs> it's in a little thing, and pop grilled cheese. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with that. I can I can rock with that. I'm okay with that 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 type of thing. But you know, it was like, hey, you know, I was thinking about you, so I decided to <laughs> give you the salsa. The hell, do you know me? <laughs> this is what you think of me, <laughs> right? Dry ass bread, a dry bread, <laughs> like. Like I'm not sitting at breakfast and I got home fries and scrambled eggs and bacon, <laughs> and I'm sitting there on, like, "Yo, where's the toast?" It's <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I'm thinking about. I'm like, "Look, eggs, bacon, potatoes. <laughs> I'm go. You want toast with that? Nah, I'm all right." <laughs> I've done that at a restaurant too, where the, where the waitress forgot to bring out my toast, and I was almost done with my meal. I didn't care about the toast. Oh, I forgot your toast. You, hmm, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm petty. You sure? I'm like it's toast. I'm good. I'm petty as hell. I was like, well, can you take like three cents off the check, or like can you put that in a doggy bag? I'm ready to go. Like, why won't you eat? I ain't got my toast. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's yeah, I. Mm. It's it's just weird to me that you know folks would do that and and lose their mind over uh, toast. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we are also getting uh, Gil Keenan directing the next Ghostbusters film, which is due out next December. Next December, uh, Gil Keenan was actually one of the co-writers with uh, uh, Reitman and. So now instead of Reitman directing this next one, Keenan's going to be writing it or directing it. I'm sorry. And uh, the original cast is returning. So Paul Red will be back. And I like the I like the afterlife. <clears throat> it hit yeah. some notes. It hit some notes. We but we weren't done. Like <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a nice natural end yeah. to this. Uh, you know the way you know the way these things is. It was just like you know what? There's still some lifeblood in it, baby. <laughs> yeah. See, that's. Uh, uh. I mean, we may not, obviously, we may not get, like, Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd coming back. Well, Dan Aykroyd can come back because he actually owns the rights for it. So, you know, he's just like, yo, I mean, we can tell the story however we want. You know, we can carry it on with certain people, and that's fine. You know, uh, uh, Ernie Hudson is, you know, it ends with Ernie Hudson bringing it back to the firehouse. Like, this man became a whole business owner. And said, I kept the lights on and nobody knew. <laughs> Once and again, the brother was the unsung hero. <laughs> uh I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because it's a nostalgic type of thing, you know. Uh as you know, Ghostbusters 2 wasn't nearly as bad, you know. But then again, it's not every day that you get to drive the Statue of Liberty with a Nintendo 
controller. So, <laughs> wait, that's the one that had uh, the pink slime and Bobby Brown was in it as the, yo, as the <laughs> Bob, yeah, that Bobby Brown song. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> we need to pad our feet. You need to pad the feet of a steel, okay. I don't know how that works, but packs out the back and next split. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby Brown. <laughs> I was like, it was his first acting role. That was his first acting role. I remember that too. They were like, "Yo, Bobby acted his ass off." I'm like, he literally was fangirling over the Ghostbusters, and he opened the car door, and that was it. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, he's like, can you can my little brother get a proton pack?" That's what he said. He was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, like, was it? It, it was like, boy, was our expectations low. I don't <laughs> listen. And, and Bobby was probably, you know, very high. So the fact that he was there on time, did his thing, didn't make a scene like good on him because <laughs> brother had some issues. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's not completely bad. It was just, you know, yeah, it's a moment. So <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, there there are some there were some moments, but uh that was some of the news. Uh we're gonna take a quick little break because we're gonna talk about some of the worst Christmas movies that are out, and some that you may not know about. Uh, cause this is, you know, you know how we do here at uh, Blur's Eye View. We just kind of, we tend to act a little, little crazy. So we'll be right back. Do you like your pancakes patted? Your biscuits buttered? Your cakes fluffy? Then you should get Mother Butters. I put that on everything. Pasta, veggies, rice, and everything nice. Mother Butters will get you right. Oh yeah. GMO free. And for those who are vegan, Mother Butters has a non-dairy option. That's right. There's enough Mother Butters for everyone to enjoy. Get Mother Butters from your local grocery store. Hey, man! What you doing in my kitchen? Mmm, Mother Butters. <laughs> Brought to you by Energy Balls. Chocolate salty balls. <laughs> a, derivative of, a derivative of Pop Starts. Uh... <laughs> I swear, one of these three commercials have got to get remade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Uh, we have some of the worst Christmas movies ever made. And there's quite a few of them. You know, uh, obviously, Santa Claus versus the Martians comes to mind. And that was an older one. That was before me and Will. But that's still considered a AKA cult classic. It's hard to watch. Uh, I've tried it. It's if, this, if, it, if, 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 if there's a B movie, then it's like lower than that. Uh, <laughs> they want to put it in the B movie class, but uh, we could we could start. We'll start. We'll start off. Everybody loves Home Alone. Everybody loves Home Alone too. These Correct. are very much classic films. They they're very fun. Uh, everybody loves seeing a young Kevin McAllister cut it up in New York and at home and tear up the entire house but what about home alone three mm, just how unrecognizable is anyone on this poster 
Exactly. <laughs> so when an inept group of criminals tries to get a stolen top secret computer chip through airport security, it nope. ends up in the hands. <laughs> yeah. It there's like really no more you really need to know. Uh that's <laughs> really it just it's it's bad. You know, uh it, it's one of those movies that you'll more likely see. I don't even know anymore. I don't even think TNT will show it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you you'll part you'll find it on streaming. You'll find it I on streaming. Maybe seen this once and then like never again. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like they were trying to. I I did. I seen it once and like the people I seen it. I've seen in other movies. And the kid that's playing in this movie, I've I don't know even know what he does now. But at that time, which was at what 90, 97, 97, You know this this kid was like pretty much in everything. So. <laughs> At that time, you know, the 90s was something. They just kind of tossed it around, you know, but yeah, you know. Mm -mm. Uh, another one, and I don't have a picture for it, but it stars Everybody Hates Crit star uh, Tyler James Williams, also in uh, uh, Abbott Elementary. Uh, unaccompanied minors, where a group of kids get basically stranded in an airport and chaos ensues due to some bad guys showing up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was one of them things where it was right where uh at Tyler James Williams, I don't want to say height, because that's unfair to him, because he's he was young. He was at the height of the uh everybody hates Chris fame. Let's put it that way. Okay. That's e that's easier to say. It was 06, it was 2006. So it, it's easier to say it that way. Um whew, that was bad. Uh yeah, I, I can't really <laughs> confirm nor deny because it's one of the things I've tried to watch and I'm like, yeah, not working for me. It's not working for me. That feels like something vaguely familiar. Like I maybe seen it. Yeah, it's yeah, sad. it's one. It's one. It's one of them things. It's one of them things. Uh, another one that was in 08 is Four Christmases, starring Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, where. Hmm. They have to go visit all four of their families. So his mother's side of the family, his father's side of the family, her mother's side of the family, and her father's side of the family because they're divorced. And it's just because they don't have kids of their own. They're one of those yuppie type couples mm. that don't want to have kids and visiting these families and views that. But you know how, how these Christmas movies do. Oh, but then they find that they truly love each other and that they eventually want to have a family. And that, you know. Yeah, the power of love and the magic <laughs> of Christmas and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, plans for an exotic vacation falls apart when an unmarried couple, because they're not married, uh, you know, and they have to go visit and must spend their holidays with their family. I'm going to be honest with you. Do you know how hard it is to visit Four families families in a weekend. There's there's that's not a that's not there's no relaxing. No, that sounds just like all stress. It's, I, it I, is. I it's that's stressful. Felt something guttural here when I just that realization sunk in. So that sounds horrible. I'm gonna go visit my mom and then be down there for a couple hours and then go visit my dad and be down there for a couple hours and then I gotta drive home. 
there's not enough magic at Christmas for that to fly. I can't. I don't <laughs> tap out. It's hard. That is so I can't I can't fathom. Uh also I'll be home for Christmas 1998. This one starred Jessica Biel and okay. Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And <laughs> Now, if you remember, John, if you've watched uh, Home Improvement, that's where his, his I had his fame was that this was the Jonathan Taylor T- Thomas phase, the, the JTT phase. Right. Right. As Candy B would say, this is the JTT phase. <laughs> and <laughs> like the, the 90s was something, you know, hair, mop head and just crazy. Yeah, but don't... trying to get home to New York to see his girlfriend and family, for it was just. They were feeding into that teen heartthrob era of films is just <laughs> uh Vince Vaughn is on this list again uh for Fred Claus yeah I <laughs> I've seen Fred Claus now typically I like Vince Vaughn in certain stuff you know uh old school is one of them uh, uh, wedding crashers, you know, because it fits that, that dynamic, and it's like you almost get the same kind of Vince Vaughn <laughs> every movie. Like, he, he can talk trash, he's good for talking trash, yeah. He can sell you a car, and you not need one. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like that whole sort of set, you know, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson. I feel like they. There's a specific mold in which they sort of stay for the specifically for their comedy. And at a certain point, if you if it don't right quite land, you in for a long movie. Like, yeah. Just <laughs> like the first couple kind of miss you. You're like, uh-oh, got shot. Yeah. In. <laughs> Ugh, it's gonna be one of these, huh? Oh my god. Yeah, it's it is it is one of these, and it's one of them things where you can uh you can watch it. And not feel bad because it's like Paul Giamatti plays Santa Claus. That's his brother. He plays his brother. That's what's crazy. <laughs> so imagine the the dynamic like Vince Vaughn and Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, Santa Claus. And like it, just looking at Paul Giamatti, fantastic actor. Don't get me wrong. But just see him as, as Santa Claus. He seems like he's stressed all the time. <laughs> he's oh. like you know. You know, it's Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I'm surprised at this one because I kind of like it because this was from my era. But this was Santa Claus and this was in 1985. And this had uh, Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. And oh. as you know, with most of these Christmas movies, it's always somebody who's trying to capitalize off of Christmas. And Dudley Moore is one of Santa's elves, and he feels like his inventions can help Christmas better, be more efficient. But he's one of those inventors that his stuff keeps conking out. (laughs) Gotcha. So he decides to take his talents elsewhere and go to New York and decides to make this candy, this lollipop that has, how do you say, elf magic in it? Because it, it, it it lets kids fly. For a short amount of time, so they, you know they float around like the reindeer and stuff like that. And John Lithgow was the evil businessman <laughs> who who's like, "Oh, we can make a ton of money. 
I'm going to finagle this this deal out of him and make a crap ton of money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's so many bad things. The, the it, it allows you to fly temporarily. Do the do the effects sort of gently wear off and you float back down, or do they kind of like? Snap? Oh no, they yeah they 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 it wears off. It wears <laughs> off. <laughs> It's not. It's not like the. It's. It's not like the. Uh, it's, it's similar to like the original Willy Wonka when they got trapped in the bubble room. And yeah. Like they. They kept. It was like we got a burp to get out. So in my mind, all I saw was a bunch of you know, eighties kids thinking they're invincible, jumping off of roofs. Like, look, I can fly. I can prove it. <laughs> oh, there was some moments. <laughs> there was some moments. Uh yeah, it was there was definitely some moments. Uh to tell you how many times I've even seen this, and it's probably once. I'm surprised that it's rated, and this is rated through Rotten Tomatoes at a at a 70. Oh. Or no, it's at a 20, 20%. Uh critic <laughs> scores at, at 20%. The critics rated at 70. Okay. Yes. It's Tyler Perry's um, a Medea Christmas. No. <laughs> didn't even try what so what happens in this one <laughs> honestly i can't remember i like i've seen it once i like i can't remember i'm like somebody put a scene up on tiktok the other day and i'm like i don't think i've seen that movie i'm like, I'm like <laughs> and then i really i'm like i that's how i'm like that's how memorable it is for me like i i know i've seen it i just don't remember it so who rated it as a 20 the critics or the audience no, the, the critics rated it 20. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the critics rated it 20. And it was like they, I'm like, ooh. So here's 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 a here's one. Now critics rated it at 17 and audience rated it at 39. Ooh, okay. The Santa Claus three. Listen. Yeah, I don't remember what I feel like I've definitely seen this. Mm-hmm. Not the slightest clue what happens. So Christmas shares turned into holiday chaos when Scott Calvin, or AKA Santa Claus, invites his in-laws to dinner. However, Jack Frost is played by Martin Short, decides he wants to make Christmas in his own way. Yo, and, is this he made a, a robot Santa? Yeah. Oh yeah. robot Santa yeah. was wild creepy. Yeah, now now get this. This is the crazy part. You ever and I know you you've been to theaters. You ever sit in a theater and the reaction doesn't go over well with the audience and it's, <laughs> it's like weirdly quiet in the movie theater? Like where stuff should hit, it don't hit. That was one of like, think of it like Son of the Mask. It was one of them moments, like moments that should have been funny, wasn't funny. You know, <laughs> there were certain stuff that just didn't fly over well. Just, it shows. It like You're just like, yeah, maybe they shouldn't have made this one <laughs> this is all bad it's so bad um this is a shocker because it has a certain level to it like we know arnold can do some cheesy and i mean arnold schwarzenegger and we can respect him for for cheesy we can respect arnold schwarzenegger for the cheese because you gave us so many action films you allowed to have some cheese yeah Jingle all the way. It was rated 19 amongst critics and 39 amongst 
uh, 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 fans. Oh, I it's like actually I, fun. I feel like I disagree. Like that's, I that's, do too. I'm like, yo. And Sinbad was in this one. Shout out to Sinbad and his family. Hope you get well. He's he's dealing with the aftermath of a of stroke, so he's you know getting his strength back up. Yeah. But this is one of those films where you're just like, oh, and Phil Hartman, Phil Hartman's family, Phil Hartman was in this movie. Um, I don't see how this was a bad movie. Like, yeah, I don't know. If you just tell me the names, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, and Phil Hartman, like I, I feel like I know what type of movie I'm tuning in for. Like, yeah. just... like it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but you're it's not a comedy. It's it's not a comedy. It's like I mean, or it's, it's a comedy, but it's not an action movie. I'm sorry, that's right. What it it's not an action movie. So I'm like, well, this should work. Like nobody said Arnold's a comedian, but at the same time, he can. As cheesy as his one-liners is, <laughs> he is the king of one-liners. <laughs> this man will make a one-liner in any film; it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, there's a lot of people where, like, maybe English wasn't your first language, are good for some one-liners, <laughs> and they hit a little extra hard. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm for that. Um, this was actually on last night. My mother was, I actually heard her watching it and I still didn't have the call to get up to watch it. And it was Deck the Halls starring Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. Yeah. You know, uh, Danny DeVito, you know, Matthew Broderick, who's his wife? I can't put, who played his wife? Uh, Kristen Davis from uh, Sex and the City fame. They moved to a town and Danny DeVito was like, you know how they always competing for the best light show for Christmas and everything. Oh, like, yeah, it's one of, it was one of those type of films. And obviously Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick go button heads and they trying to top it becomes a pissy contest. That's what it, is. <laughs> it becomes a pissy contest. Yeah. 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 I critics rated it 6%. Six. That's low. And wow. fans rated it 30 Damn. Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> there, there's worse ones on this list. But uh damn. That's all I can say. It's like, damn, that is that's kind of bad. That's not really yeah. Uh before we go on, I know you had a few yourself, and I know you've watched, I know you mentioned uh any ver- versions of the Christmas Carol of a Christmas Carol? Oh God, yes. Um, a bit of background for the audience. So my my family has this lightweight tradition of everyone. I guess you do your your twenty four days leading up to Christmas, whatever it is. My family has somehow found. I feel like every single iteration of a Christmas Carol, the Scrooge story, and just watch them ad nauseum until the the day the, the, you know the the big day and it's we don't need to do this story anymore there's no there's no fresh idea i feel like can be added to it i feel like i've except, probably... except there is one it's a slight twist what what is the twist and that's it's that spirited 
with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. It's a slight, it's like it's a slight twist because I think that was on Apple TV. Yeah, that's on Apple TV. So it's a slight twist, and I'm like, hmm. Okay, it it, it has the base of a is Christmas it, Carol. Is it therefore worth watching then? To see Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds tap dance and sing, why the hell not? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, because if, if I find the person that tells my family about this this new iteration, there's just another, <laughs> another body in the heap. Like, I will find you and I will hurt you. They do I, I've seen a Christmas thing. Carol. I feel like I've seen it gender swapped. I feel like I've seen I've seen a Western of a Christmas Carol. It, they did one with Cicely Tyson. <laughs> where she was the Scrooge character, and I'm Cicely Tyson. Rest in peace. But Cicely Tyson, like a, a moniker in black cinema. Yeah, yeah I, I just you know I feel like her her energies and her efforts could have been better used elsewhere. Like we we don't need to keep. <laughs> I promise you, like whoever invented the nostalgia baiting of today. And keep just redigging everything from our childhood. They started with a Christmas Carol. I promise you, does, does someone in Hollywood is getting some blood money for keeping this this boat alive? I don't understand why we need a new one. I can just imagine them sitting in the in a in a room talking. We need to come up with a new idea, a fresh take on what a Christmas Carol. It's been done. And it was like, yeah, but we got a different way of doing it. Like, and and really. I've only seen two that have put us a, a different spin on it. One of them is Scrooged, and the other one is right now Spirited. I've seen other versions where I'm just like, it's kind of like it's the same story. You know, yeah. you got Patrick Stewart played Scrooge at one time. You you know, so it's always the same story one way. Or Scrooged does a really good job of giving you a more updated at that time. Mm spin on yeah. a christmas carol yeah, and, yeah. It, and it worked and it still works it's actually a classic it, it still works it's just fun oh also the animated one starring jim carrey that, that was, that's why, weird why why not that jim carrey is bad in the role it's more so like they definitely targeted that towards kids that's not a kid's story it's really not someone no, you boil that story down it, it, especially when it gets to the the ghost of christmas future you're just like yo wait a minute <laughs> like first you got the ghost of christmas past and there's always something sad there and then the ghost of christmas present is just like you're showing tiny tim and and his daddy and they all poor eating quail trying to split it up against <laughs> seven kids you know, it's like and then the future is like this dude's dealing with his death. It, it's not really considered children. And there's <laughs> a scene in that one specifically when he's visited by Marley and Marley like sneezes. And because he's a ghost and dead or whatever, his jaw just comes undone. And so now he's like, <laughs> like that's terrifying. That's scary. <laughs> this is not for children. There, there, yeah. There's been some pretty bad versions of a Christmas Carol, and, and like I said, I, I, I'm not like your family where I've seen every version. <laughs> I, I seen. I don't want to say the original. I think I've seen the one with Patrick Stewart. I've seen the Mickey Christmas Carol. I've seen the Muppets Christmas Carol. I've seen. That's a good one. 
and that Muppets Christmas Carol is good because it's the Muppets. Who hates the Muppets? You know, so that's always fun, you know, because it's more or less we're trying to tell this story and there's hijinks going on. So that's just kind of like their MO. Like, we're going to tell a story, but there's some stuff going on. Uh, Scrooge is a good one. Spirited is probably is not on a high list, but it's different, you know, in, in, in the way it's being told. Uh, but every other version, like that version with Jim Carrey, and no slight to Jim Carrey, but I think it was one of them things where they were just learning the CGI. At the like CGI was really starting to pop around that time, and, and like we're gonna do this new animated look, and <laughs> I don't know. And but you're telling the old the same same story. You're telling the same story. Yeah, there's there's definitely. I feel like there's secretly just like someone that owns this ip and like they they've manipulated the market to like every six to seven years let's just make a new one and a new one they just they're just collecting all this money from doing nothing but telling the same story over it's crazy and i don't know how they do it but they still manage it like every year every year we're gonna tell the same story about the same people about the same thing and you're just like but how how can you how <laughs> so it's just i don't know it's it's weird to me it's i don't know uh do i necessarily need to see it no i watch scrooge and be fine <laughs> I can literally watch Scrooge and be okay. I'm like, I've had my time. I've I had this Scrooge is funny. Scrooge is funny. Just because of the stuff that goes on. Scrooge is funny. You know. Uh here's some here's some bad ones. Okay. So there was a time where at the time <laughs> it was called WWF. Correct. I remember those days. Yes. And Hulk Hogan. Was the premier wrestler at said time, or at least one of the premier wrestlers, but he was like the top one at said time. Uh, oh, uh, this one, he's made all these really straight to VHS movies <laughs> like money cash grabs because kids will watch it, and that was me. Santa with muscles. That's what it's called. No, that's (laughs) it's not the name of a movie. Yeah, 1996. That's dumb. I can't. (laughs) So, according to Paste Magazine, if one were to glance at the cover of Santa with Muscles, they'd walk away with a pretty clear idea what to expect. Huck Hogan is a kindly Santa who's going to protect Christmas with his 24 inch pythons. But you would be so wrong because the reality only the really that's really only scratching the surface of the weapons grade weirdness in this movie. Hogan plays an evil millionaire who becomes Santa after falling down a garbage chute and receiving what is clearly severe brain damage. Ed Bagley Jr. is a second evil millionaire and hypochondriac inventor wielding a quirky mini ball squad with superpowers that range from electric hands to proficient in the use of stink gas to has a stethoscope his objective is glowing purple crystals found in a parisian like 
catacombs under this it's, it's just weird it just got weirder and the more i tried to read it oh my god it, yeah it's yeah yeah batshit crazy is exactly the word i would use for it that is crazy that doesn't happen in one movie like what that is a lot uh Damn. Uh <laughs> and it's just called Santa with muscles. Santa was muscle muscles. You know, they're there's they're they're bad. The the guy yeah. that named stuff must have been in the can at the moment. Oh yeah. What oh, yeah. <laughs> then we have a Christmas story too, the famous Ralphie family that they show every year, which this one I've never seen. I didn't even know it existed. Oh, the new one? No, not this new one. This was another one starring Bruce Dern from Home Alone. Yeah, this one was in 2012. Yeah. This was a straight-to-DVD sequel. Okay, this is why I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I um, I got nothing. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, I'm sorry, not Bruce Stern. Daniel Stern takes on the role as the old man, as Ralphie's father. Uh, Ralphie now being 16 and wanting a car for Christmas. His parents are both younger than they were in the first film, while Randy is roughly the same age. So it seems like they just were sounds like a cash grab. Yeah, okay. It's it's pretty bad. These are jingle all the way too. I heard of it, had no desire to watch it. Um, I'm sorry, what that doesn't sound like something that exists. Yeah, I have no in that movie. Uh Larry the cable guy. Nope, (laughs) never mind. Just (laughs) enough right there. Yeah, Larry the cable guy. And that that pretty much puts a nail on that one. Uh, there have been other notable garbage films. Now, this one, it depends on what side of the fence you're on. Everybody loves Michael Keaton. This is one of those feel-good Christmas movies. Okay. You know, considering what goes on. Uh, Michael Keaton plays a musician. He's going out of town, gets into an accident. His son uh, is trying to cope with said death, and he wishes that his father could still be there for him. That movie is Jack Frost. That is the plot of that. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Also another secretly terrifying film. Yeah. (laughs) That... Because, you know, because he just wishes for his father to be there, and his father comes back in the form of a snowman, of course. And they have hijinks and fun, and he's reconnecting with his father, but, you know, obviously his father has to go away. But it's just, it is a feel-good movie. I've seen worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've seen worse, you know. When I say I've seen worse, I mean the other Jack Frost, the horror version. <laughs> this one, this one, if you're lucky, can catch it on Sci-Fi Channel. They're probably He's getting ready to show it right now. He's chilling and killing. He's chilling uh, and killing. <laughs> just... And why'd they give him a unibrow? I just... <laughs> There's so much this... It's so bad that they made a sequel. You know how they do. <laughs> no, they made a sick. They made a sequel of this thing. It's these are these are absolutely horrible films. I told you they were bad. They were bad. I can't, uh, I can't take 
you can be defeated by a, a pot of hot water. Like how? What's, what's this? <laughs> it's kind of it. It's kind of it. Oh. So now the sequel to Jack Frost is Jack Frost Two: Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. The fact that you throw the word mutant around makes me feel bad. Coming from a fan of a fan of X Men, you know, you, you just kind of throw the name around, throw it in for a little razzle dazzle, yeah, a little, little razzle dazzle. So, <laughs> so let's see what this one's about. Uh, Jack Frost is reborn thanks to a spill. Oh God. <laughs> Jack Frost is reborn thanks to a spilled cup of coffee with new powers, including the ability to split into a pack of carnivorous snowball children. Good Lord. Low budget. The film is anything but sincere. Still attempts to be funny and scary at the same time. Looking like a high school film project. Wow. Damn. I don't even know how to process that. Oh, a spilled cup of coffee somehow brings a uh, snowman to life, and he also has new powers, which he can make snowball children. Yeah, so because the snowman was recreated in part with the hero's DNA, he shares various traits with him, including a banana allergy, which means the killer mutant snowman's only weakness is bananas. And and scene. Uh, <laughs> Every time I read something like this, I'm like, my screenplay gotta gotta pop. I'm just, <laughs> I can like, words yeah, good. That's, that's what you like. You're gonna love this. How do you know? Because you guys sold Jack Frost, Jack Frost to the mutant killer snowman returns. That's how I know. <laughs> you gotta you gotta hit this one. You got to. For Christ's sake, you made Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, a killer, and the Grinch. They, of, there's a, there's out one of there. Curiosity, I want to see that Winnie the Pooh one. <laughs> yes, you're you and me both, because then they have another one called the Mean One. I saw that trailer too. I did too. That one. All I can say is, damn, really. I feel like that would. I feel like the story of the Grinch lends itself to being a potential horror movie. <laughs> you got some like shut in uh, up in the mountain that no one trusts or likes, and he just dips down in town one night and does like nasty stuff while everyone sleep. Like, yeah, that's that's the same story. You just replace like theft with murder, and there you go. <laughs> just I let me see if I can actually find this one because it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's this is this is this is we'll try this we'll try this good lord i can't believe you see what i go through for you people <laughs> we're, we're gonna try this one uh here's the mean one the official trailer for the uh, the grinch horror parody that i can't believe they got this one off i really can't believe they got this one off it's it's amazing to me Ah, but here we are. Remember that story about Cindy you-know-who? When her Christmas was stolen, she knew what to do. Why, Santa Claus? 
Why? But what if I said that's not how it went down? Monster! You gonna be okay? Because we can turn around right now. No. My poor girl. Her mother was killed in my snake. Did you ever find the Christmas killer? Never got a reliable description of the man. Cannot go through another Christmas killer thing. Not again. Us folks down in Newville, we like Christmas a lot. But that thing that lives just north of Newville does not. What is it? The mean one. He's slippery. He's elusive. He's a mean one, that mister. I'm not going to be a victim of Time to roast this beast. <laughs> I get the just watching that I get the insane feeling that there's times when they getting ready to save the Grinch that they cut it every and I'm like I'm like y'all did that because y'all don't want to get sued you changed the name of town from Whoville to Newville, like and sending you know who. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you just you just enough where you don't have to worry about it and it oh. don't hurt. So her, her shotgun was also candy cane color. <laughs> Why? <sighs> things we. I'm not gonna lie. I do want to see that out of just pure near uh, morbid curiosity. Just. Pure morbid curiosity for that one. I the same with this Winnie the Pooh one. This blood and honey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what is happening to our childhood? <laughs> I was like, the second this drink hit a uh, what's it called, public domain, and this is yeah. what you come up with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once it's got to be the same guys that came up with Santa with muscles. It's probably his son at this point. <laughs> it was just like, I got this great idea. What is it? We're going to do Scrooged, but we're going to do the Grinch. And we're going to have like Freddy Krueger involved. I'm like, what? Are you, are you on something right now, my guy? <laughs> Can't put all these things together. We can. Watch. That's why when you say your screenplay. Yeah. At this point in the game, if, if audiences are going to eat that up, the screenplay should be a breeze. Right. <laughs> There's not a market for that. I trust me. You already got two people here who want to see the mean one in Blood and Honey. <laughs> There's a market for everybody. This is this this you're talking to somebody who used to watch the Toxic Avenger. Wow. I used to watch trauma films religiously because they Sergeant Kabuki. Kabuki man, class in Nukem High. <laughs> like on purpose, you watch on things. purpose. Thank you, USA Up All Night. They used to show these things. <laughs> I'm gonna watch USA Up All Night. They got these crazy movies on it. They show on Friday nights, and then they will show Up All Night on Fridays. They will show 
all these like the class of Nukem High, Sergeant Kabuki Man, and all these other ones, the craziest one. And then on Saturdays, on Saturday afternoons, they will show all the Toxic uh, Toxic Avenger movies. And they just kept going with those. <laughs> they made a cartoon. A cartoon. <laughs> and action figures. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, I guess. <laughs> and we, we ate it up. So I know there's a market. Um. Now this this one here, I I had to save this one for last. Okay, I had to save this one for last because one, it's a blurred show. Uh, at some point throughout the show, DC Comics is going to show up, Marvel Comics is going to show up, Star Wars, maybe even Star Trek, whatever stuff that you know nerds like us like. Of course, it wouldn't be fair if I didn't mention. The Star Wars Holiday Special. Just, just, just look at that. Just look at it. Now, what I'm going to do, because they actually have the whole thing, you can watch it on YouTube, the entire thing. This was done in 1978. So this was literally a year after the very first Star Wars premiered. Where, now, let me tell you, Han Solo is trying to get Chewbacca back to his home planet for their celebration of Christmas, which is called Life Day. And we get introduced to Chewbacca's family, including his son, Lumpy. Uh, Only a face a mother could love. Lumpy looks uh, like Sonic. Now, this is where this is where it gets crazy. This is a film that stars the entire cast of Star Wars. Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, uh, uh, Mark Hamill. They're in this. They're in this. B. Arthur, Diane Carroll. This, by any means, should have been. You have a stacked cast. Harvey Corman, you have a stacked cast. It shouldn't have failed. What if this is where Harrison Ford started hating Star Wars <laughs> since they made him do this? <laughs> He's like, just kill me, Luke. Uh, <laughs> let the kid kill me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to tell I'm going to play, but I'm going to have the sound off. And we're just going to talk about some of just the wild stuff that's sitting in here. So uh, this is, and, and, and if you're out there watching, you can check it out and you can and, and watch it with us and, and because it's shout out to Carolyn John's uh, comic shop out here in, in the west side of Cleveland, Cam's Corners. They tend to have this playing in the background. It's not on, like the sound's not on. It's just playing on the screen because, you know, you have a lot of Christmas th- Christmas themed, nerd themed things going on on the show. So uh, on, on their screens. So they just play this in the background and people are just standing around, you know, having <laughs> fun and, and talking about it. So. You would never have thought that they got away with this. Like they, they were by no means on screen. This should not have worked. After the fame of Star Wars, this should not. This should not have bombed, but it did. Far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> it 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 has all the makings of what. 
You have Mark. Look, they still they had Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Harvey Corman, B. Arthur, uh, Diane Carroll, who's really really hot at that time. Uh, they even had a cartoon dedicated to Boba Fett, uh, an adventure that Boba Fett goes on. The world's most known bounty hunter. It and like yet they shot this with soap opera cameras or something. <laughs> you know what? I think they did. Because uh, when you start seeing like certain scenes, like look at this family. Oh, yeah. ugh. Look at that. It's, it's, eh. Somewhere George Lucas was like, no, you can't use my suits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fact similes, but you can't get my suits. <laughs> He was like, you can you can't use the movie stuff. Look, B. Arthur's in this thing. Who doesn't like B. Arthur? You know, but uh uh who's that? Art Carney, Art Carney, you know, Diane Carroll. They, they this had music in it. There was musical numbers in this thing. Jefferson Starship is in this thing. <laughs> Probably just because their name had Starship in it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was like Let's get let's get a let's get a good band. Who's hot at this time? Jefferson Starship, and it works because we're oh, we're in space. <laughs> this is so bad. Um, I'll, I'll make <laughs> general mode. Look at that. It's, this has all the makings of of what should be a really good show. And good lord, George Lucas should go back and play with the play with CGI on this. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably looking like I don't even think I can remaster that. <laughs> like, oh George, that's gonna stop you? Like, oh, yeah. it's like, like they have all these weird little pieces in this thing, and yeah, there's the commercial. So, uh, yeah, right now, okay. yeah. <laughs> but like, like musical numbers and stuff is going on. <sighs> You obviously had the budget because you have the entire cast, except for Billy D. Williams. He was probably like, "No, cool uh, <laughs> for this." Yeah, like I'm, you're not pulling me in on this. What one. is wrong with his hair? Am, am I making it up? Though, like, that's not how no. it is. And no, then... it's like it's it's quaffed. <laughs> yeah, he don't look he don't look rebelly enough. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's. <laughs> He doesn't look rebelly enough. It was like they got facsimile uh, flight uniforms and stuff like that. <laughs> bought the stuff from Kmart, you know. It's the the great value version of his uniform. Like, I mean, some of this stuff at that time. Some of these actors who aren't some of these actors who are no longer with us, obviously. Um, went to supercuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like I'm like, there's stuff in here. You're just like, why is this? It's like a vignette. You get a whole musical number from Diane Carroll. I don't know. The '70s, man. I... It's it's like even the Dagon Empire decides they want to show up. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> spaceballs, like it, it, it's spaceballs written all over that. It is. The spaceballs written all over that thing. Oh my god, it's 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 bad. Uh, enough of that. Uh, because I end up, 
I'll probably end up seeing that next weekend when I go to the Christmas party at Carolyn John's. Um, like I said, when people ask and talk about Star Wars and they didn't pick, I said, look, I wasn't, I was born around that time. I was born like two years after, after this. So I was born when this thing came on. I was like two years old at that time. Hmm. I didn't see this until I became a man. <laughs> and, and 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 most likely for a good reason. Um there's a there's a re- there's a reason why you still see the Grinch who stole Christmas getting played every year and Charlie Brown's Christmas getting played every year and Rudolph. Yeah. There's a reason why you see those you don't see this getting played. <laughs> and for good reason. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I think it's great. My my grandfather got rest soul. He introduced me to Star Wars. I had no interest prior to. And he sat down. He's like, he loves it. I love these movies. Come here, watch it with me. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty dope. You know, and all the time that uh, we spent together, never, never quite mentioned the holiday special. Never seemed to get around to telling me about that. Yeah. Uh, Must have just right. slipped his mind. Just. Yeah, I'm not going to... We don't, we don't mention that one. Don't mention I've actually tried watching this before, and like with the sound and everything, and I'm just like, this was a couple years ago when I when I tried to watch, tried literally tried to watch this, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't need, I don't need that kind of action in my life. I'm sorry. There's some there's certain things, and you know, as a blur, there's certain things you want to say. Yeah, I watched that. I'll take that. And, and certain things we don't we don't recognize. We just yeah. You seen Star Wars? Yeah, seen Star Wars. Seen all the movies. Seen Andor and 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 uh, uh, the Mandalorian and and the Book of Boba Fett and yeah 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 yeah. You know the Ewoks cartoon. Yeah yeah, all of those, all of those. The Star Wars holiday special. It's like Fight Club and Bruno. We don't. We don't mention those. Would you rather watch the Star Wars holiday special or Suicide Squad? <laughs> I'll take Suicide Squad for 100, Alex. Uh, <laughs> Good night. At least it has some moments in Suicide Squad that I can, I'm just like, I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> the Star Wars holiday special, I was just like, this this should have worked and it didn't. <laughs> this should have worked and it didn't. And, and you know, at some point, I don't know if Harrison Ford is in in that special, like in the future of that episode, because it's like an hour and some change. But if he's not, <laughs> I understand why. He's probably like, because at the beginning, it starts off with them outrunning the Empire to get Chewie home to, you know, for Life Day. That's what they call it. That's their version of the holiday. They call it Life Day. But the Empire is chasing them. And he's, you know, he's like, you know what, Chewie, I'm going to drop you off, say my highs and goodbyes to my niece and nephews or whoever and your mama and daddy and granddad. And then I'm out because... uh Let's see. That was Harrison Ford's one scene. Yeah, you like, yeah, yeah. I'm getting ready to play tell this guy. Tell him, tell him all to come whip. to the front of the hut, Chewie. 
Yeah. <laughs> Come to the front of the hut. <laughs> I'm just going to wave out the window and then put it in the hyperdrive. These guys are still on my ass. <laughs> I got to lose them. I don't want to have them here with you. Oh my god, it's it's bad. There's there was definitely some bad bad Christmas movies. I didn't mention all of them. Uh, we would have a part two this week, but I'm saving that episode for next Tuesday because next Tuesday is the 100th episode of Blurred's Eye View. What? What? Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Here we go. Yeah, that's the wrong one. Yeah, it's always backwards today. <laughs> Everything's backwards today. Um, but yeah, next Tuesday is our 100th episode. Uh, I have no idea what we're doing because we play by every time I plan something, I play in by the seat of my pants. I can hear Candy B now. Plan, Christopher, plan. I'm like, yes, mistress, whatever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> she'll kill me later uh but yeah uh that's what we're doing for next tuesday and then next thursday we actually have the owner and operator of otaku noir coming out coming on to uh talk to us about his blind box reactions and the the great awesome uh boxes that they give out uh i know their current box for december is sold out i wish i knew it was all in it because i'm planning on being on this thing because it's black owned and they give out blurdy, nerdy content stuff by Black-owned mm. creators, and, and it's dope, and I love what they're doing. We're bringing them on. We're going to talk to them about Otaku Noir, so tune in for that next Thursday, but you definitely want to tune in next Tuesday for the 100th episode. You know how we do. <laughs> Show's been going on for almost three years. If you don't know now... <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a good time. Oh yeah, you know you might you're gonna get apothecary cure in the house. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a blast. Uh but yeah, uh, Will. Before we get out of here, let's get that better up. Tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, yes, sir. Um, Look at that, I got it on the first sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mayhem Media, M A Y E H E M Media. That's anywhere you want to find me. That's the tag you're going to look for. I'm on IG, Twitch, Twitter. While it's still here, Hive, <laughs> the various things. If if you're looking for me, this is where you can find me. I do movie reviews. I'm gonna be doing some skits coming up in the new year, and uh, I just like to. I, I talk too much, you know. What about <laughs> movies and, and and blurdy stuff and good? Have a good time. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it's gonna be. Hello, everybody. It's your favorite man up north, the man on the wall, Chris Fury. How you doing? You can catch me here, IG on Blurred's Eye View. You go there, you get to the link tree. I haven't done this whole spiel in a long time like this. Uh, you go there, you get to the link tree. Link tree sends you all to to all of the socials including on Facebook, Blurred's Eye View, if you're watching. That's how you want to find it. I'm trying to talk to Zuckerberg about getting that other thing taken care of. Uh, you can also, if you get the Opulence Radio app, by going to opulenceradio.com and download the app, completely free. You can listen to Blurred's Eye View and past episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, all day long, including my partner, 
DC over at What the Shit. You play it all day long. You get a load of us. You can also check us out on Twitch right now. Blurred's Eye View 1 is the handle. And uh, you can find me on Twitter as long as Twitter's hanging on. Let me talk about Twitter for a second. I, you know, you, they here for a second. Let me talk about this for a second. So I'm getting alerts all of a sudden. And if I'm not engaging with certain people, these alerts are always these uh, NFTs in crypto. Yo. I don't know where these things are coming from. Elon Musk, the minute you started firing people, this stuff started getting seep, started seeping in. I blame this on you. <laughs> I I I feel like that's my one true regret with Twitter in its current iteration is that when NFTs were first hitting being a big thing, like I I dipped my my pinky toe, just the very edge tip of the pinky toe into the pond, and I feel like I tweeted like one tweet about nfts i have at least 12 messages from random like hey you're gonna love this project it's blind chimps with hoodies on like hey check out this project it's upside down walruses oh you gotta check this i'm like yo please please i'm sorry everything 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 that i've tweeted on twitter has nothing to do with nfts (laughs) nothing to do with it how they keep getting in i don't know you're right. Rest in peace, Black Twitter. Like they have it. I know they're there. They just not as active. I don't know. Like, give me some hope. Give me some more juice. Something. Cause, oh my God. <laughs> like, Black Twitter ain't been the same. Everybody's like either either going to Mastodon, Hive, and they actually have, they actually have an actual Black Twitter, but it's not popping right now. Hmm. Yeah, yep, NFTs are the greatest scam since tax- taxes. Gotta agree. Yeah, Gotta agree. they show I... they show up on their Twitter is to NFTs as Instagram is to forex traders. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. As a as a lightweight content creator trying to get on, and like all of a sudden I have a new follow, I'm like, oh, that's cool, and I check it out, and it's just like Karen at four X. I'm like, oh, damn it, you're not, uh, you're not who I was looking for. I don't want to see you flashing money. (laughs) I've I've seen I've there's people that I know, literally they've shown pictures of themselves doing these forex trader things pictures of them holding money people that i know personally know and then like a couple weeks later yo man i need to i need you to help me out man i can't get into my account i'm like that money wasn't easy now was it now (laughs) i gave him 250 i got 2500 back how's your account looking dry <laughs> yeah i was always confident that like whenever i jumped in on it is when when it when this when it would dry up it's like all the money looms and all that good stuff that was happening like you give them 400 and in in 10 days you get back four thousand. yeah like, a word is like yeah i did it already it's like cool i'm good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Like I, I, I just feel certain my four hundred not going to come back for some reason. Uh, right. I, I just don't feel confident about that. You know, it's going to hit at the wrong time. You know. Hmm. I don't know about that. And I watch these folks, and I'm like, "Ooh, it looked tempting." Mm, my money pockets could be. My pockets could use a little. Nah, nah. I'm okay, fam. Um, I don't need that money like that. I don't need that money like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, I am in the market for a sugar mama. So if you're a sugar mama out there and you're looking for a nice bearded man with a deep voice and wears glasses, you know, bald, uh, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the, ca- yep, the cash app scale. <laughs> That's all I had, a bunch of cash app scale. I'm like, hey, you can get this money. I'm like, you can't scam the scammers. There is one dude, I can't remember his name, but he does he does a great job of uh of uh 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 trolling the scammers. And what he'll do is he'll act like he's an old lady. <laughs> he said, Yeah, sugar mamas, man, testify. Yeah, sugar mamas. I want the sugar mamas. Oh, you talking about uh on YouTube? He I seen him on YouTube, I've seen him on TikTok. But like he'll he'll literally be on the phone with an actual scammer, and act like he's a, he has like a voice changer and everything, and he'll just, you know, they say if you click on this coupon, and he'll do something random, and but he does it on purpose. Yeah, and it funny. aggravates the people so bad. But it's funny because he's just he's like, well, I can't really hear you, you know. <laughs> They're like, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> this is amazing. He's just, I don't mind being kept a boy to it. <laughs> my wife tell her she's like, as long as you ain't screwing them, I don't I get the money. <laughs> I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> my wife's pimping me out. <laughs> 20 years of marriage. I guess we at that stage I start, I get pimped out now. I like I've shown my worth. <laughs> Oh, my God. So before we get out of here, remember to tune in next Tuesday, uh, 8.30 p.m. We are celebrating 100 episodes. Uh, We're going to have a blast. You know how it does. It always runs off the rails, just how we like it. Uh, (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah, he said, yep, the guy's on YouTube. Yeah, he is. That guy's a genius. I got to catch up to him. Um, But, yeah, tune in next Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitch handle Blurred's Eye View 1. Hit me up on Blurred's Eye View on IG, and you'll find all these great news stories that I'm sharing. Uh, I will have Fury's reacts and reviews posted up really soon. I have, like, maybe five in the can. Uh, I plan on going to see Violent Night this week. I didn't go see it last week because I didn't do anything. But that looks amazing. (laughs) That looks like a good time for sure. That looks better than Santa with muscles. Uh, <laughs> not a high bar. Just not, not a high bar. bar. <laughs> not a high bar. <laughs> oh, man. But until then, remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. Have fun. Celebrate your family. Celebrate for us. Support the channel. Support the YouTube channel and the, and the Facebook and the IGs and all the socials. And uh, let's bring Black, Black Twitter back. Let's do something about that. <laughs> uh, until next time, we will see you later. <laughs>